Hi, I'm Maddie, and welcome to our bonus episode. Hi, I'm Elle, and so begins the bonus episode. Hey, behold! <laughs> bonus episode of Behold Manga. Time for the award show. <laughs> yeah, we're doing the award show. Al, I have a really horrible twist for you this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that we needed to punch it up a bit, so I was like, maybe we could add cool sound effects. So I googled award sound effects, and I found 18 royalty-free award sound effects as the first result on Google. Mm-hmm. So every time we announce one of our favorites for the categories, I'm going to play one of the sound effects, and it's just going to be... <laughs> I previewed some of them. I previewed some of them, and they're... Well, uh, maybe take your headphones out sometimes. Um, okay. Just a... Yeah, 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 yeah. going to be interesting. Yeah, woohoo! Awards! Yes! <laughs> Here's a here's an example. Woohoo! Awards. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Does that was that good for you? Amazing. <laughs> Alright. So you wanna run us through our categories? Okay, so we have favorite character, favorite world, favorite villain, favorite protagonist, favorite couple, favorite friendship slash found family, favorite quote, favorite podcast, manga read this year. And then we do a manga of the year, which we tally the ones most mentioned. And then we talk about manga and books we've joined inside of the podcast. That's and not upcoming releases we're crowning we're a looking winner. forward to. We're Ooh. crowning the winner of the year. Yep. And we didn't we didn't do a full year. Our first episode was in April, so we, we missed some months. We're, our pool is not as big this year, but it'll be yeah. good. I've, I've got some strong choices, I think. <laughs> we didn't read Shall as much, but we read some good titles, so... It was it was a yeah. tough pick for these. It's not the size of the manga and the fight. It's the size of the fight in the manga. <laughs> Did that work? Did you like that? Yeah, I like that. Thank you. I made it up myself. That's a lie. Let's get started. Okay. So, Al, who was category. your favorite favorite character that of anything we read this year? Mm. My favorite character was uh, Natsumi from Natsumi's Book of Friends. Hey, yeah, he's a good kid. He's my boy. He's your boy. Exactly. Okay, who is your favorite character? <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's he's your my whole boy. Explanation. He's your boy. Yeah, no, I get it. He's my but good he's boy. <laughs> I chose um, my gal. Mm-hmm. Stupid Shinobu Kocho from Demon Slayer, who I cosplayed as, and just I don't know something about her really stuck to me, um, and I like her a lot. And her cosplay is super fun to wear because you're just like basically wearing a bunch of parachutes all over you, and you're just like swishing around. It's wonderful. I may be biased. Amazing. So Al, favorite world? Um, this one is hard. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it when he said, go on. Uh, You didn't write this down before? I have it sitting in front of me, but I'm looking at it going, do I still agree with that? Because I thought I wrote something (laughs) different. We read a lot of contemporaries this year. Yeah. If we were going for a favorite world I would probably want to live in, it would be Natsumi's Book of Friends. If we're going for a favorite world that is well written, like world building, probably Basara. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I also... Mm-hmm. Basara. <laughs> I chose Basara. Um, 
because it was like yeah a lot of them natsumi's book of friends is just the real world and unless you can see the yokai then you're not actually it doesn't mm-hmm. make a difference it could be the world we live in right now who knows yeah but yeah that was basara was good yeah i don't want to live in the demon the demon slayer world was scared no even that was see, just kind of the regular like, world yeah see the thing is i thought of like demon slayer world but that was like demon slayer world is just like whatever time period of japan but with demons in it <laughs> congratulations <Which> is- <laughs> basara by default you've got two votes <laughs> you were like the only fantasy we read that had good world building in it yeah or fantasy yeah. world in general that we read so yeah, yeah 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 okay i mean okay it wins by default but it is actually a good like world it building yeah, like yeah. it is I'll well written that. don't get us wrong on that <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a good win by default yeah it's not a nepo baby it earned its right at this <laughs> institution who's your favorite villain um this one I had like a hard time to pick too. Oh, that was a repeat. I'm so so fucking sorry. <laughs> it was a hard pick because I feel like we read a lot of ones that when they had villains were well written. You gotta I... say the name when I play the sound effect. You keep psyching me out. <laughs> <laughs> so the winner for me for favorite villain is Q sound effect. Maddie. There, there you go. Um, Akito from Fruits Basket. Hey! Yeah. That was well developed. Like, not just as a villain, but as a character. I agree. And I I chose... Mm -hmm. Also Akito from Fruits Basket. Why did that sound really sad? That wasn't sad. We're not sad about Akito. We're happy about her character development. It was really good. She's a really well-written villain. And I say that with air quotes because she's much more nuanced than just like your general mustache twirling villain. Mm-hmm. She's a victim of circumstance and you mm-hmm. see where it goes and then the progression is really good and it's just wonderful and I love it. Exactly. I feel like a runner up, up being would my favorite be... character. I feel like your runner up. A runner up would be the villains from Basara. <sighs> I don't remember any of them except for main dude. Oh, the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I see you. The blue. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's good ones there. Yeah. But you got to You got to with action. In terms of like character writing, though, I feel like Akito from Fruits Basket kind of won Definitely. over everything else. Amazing character writing. Favorite. Okay, so who's fighting? Whoever wins favorite protagonist has to fight Akito. Who's your favorite? <laughs> okay, hold on. I, uh, what is it for? I think we're just at the mall. <laughs> Why is this an award? We're just at the mall. It's so long. <laughs> They're getting closer. Quick, see. My favorite protagonist was Dasuku Kanami from Our Dreams at Dusk. Who would win the fight? <laughs> I feel like Why Akita is this would. still going? I can't. I can't. Akita would win the fight. I'm sorry. It's You're right. No, no, she would. She also has a lot of people who would um, back her up. Although, Tasuku has friends who build buildings. They're probably really buff. If we get their friends in on it, I think Tasuku stands a chance. Maybe. Anyway, he's a good boy. I like him a lot and his journey and everything. Mm-hmm. He was a good protagonist to have for the type of story that it was. Yeah. I'd agree. Sad boy supreme. 
Okay, who's your favorite protagonist? Boy. Uh, mine, of course, was... That was horrible. Stop! Stop! Why are we doing fireworks? Uh, my... uh, this was a bad idea, huh? My favorite was Toru Honda from Fruits Basket. Yeah, Which surprised me, because the first time I tried reading this series, I hated her. But she's so well-written, and she's my daughter, and I support her in all of everything she does. She wins the scholarship to the institution. She's so sweet, but also so strong, and I just love her. I feel like with the manga we read this year, almost I would say all of them were like really good protagonists for the series. Yeah, I'd agree So with it was that. like really hard to pick one. Yes. I actually, I went through the list and I was like, who would I most want to hang out with was what I did. And I'm like, everybody's really sad, except Toru is really sad, but hides it well. And I think we could still have a fun time. <laughs> See, I use this one as a, what's a series I haven't talked about in my list? That mm. one. Okay. Because I just see, have to give a shout out to Our Dreams at Dusk. Because it is yeah. really well. I mean, spoiler alert, but weirdly, not many votes like in the list. Because mm-hmm. it just didn't really like fit in. But okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Who's your favorite couple? Um, this was another hard one, too. Because I feel like we read a lot of like romance-focused ones. <laughs> like the romance-focused ones we had had really good like romance couples. But I yes. ended up choosing um, Aoki and Ida from My Love Mix-Up. They were a fun a- couple. They were cute. They were really cute, and you got to see the couple progress, not just get together. Mm-hmm. And the way they progressed was wonderful. And I chose... Sorry, I dropped my I dropped my coin on the floor. That wasn't. The- <laughs> I chose Aoki and Ida from my love mix up too. We are so Yay, the same. Look at that. We're so similar, you mm-hmm. and me. We're best best friends, and we both agree on everything ever. Unless this next one. <laughs> Who's your favorite friendship slash found family dynamic? Ah, uh, another tricky one. Al, you're dropping all your keys. Careful, pick up all your keys. My favorite was the friendship group from Orange. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) They're so good. They're so funny. They're so realistic. What else do you have to say about them? They're just so well written. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Nothing I can add. Like you said, everything. Uh They're just uh a really uh realistic friendship group. They super are. Now, my notes um, are favorite friendship since found family. I put orange friend group or this other thing, whatever Al doesn't pick, because I had a tie. <laughs> so you pick the orange friend group, which means mm-hmm. I pick. I guess I'm going to kill them all with a chainsaw. <laughs> um, the, kid, the people from our dreams at dusk. Yeah. Yeah. They were a good found the, the, family. The whole team. Yeah, because they all support each other and they get along. It's multi-generational and they, it's beautiful beautiful and i love it and that's that do you have a favorite quote um i don't have like a specific quote but this is more of like favorite writing style what is that why are we (laughs) sorry 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 go on this is what you did last year too it's a cop-out but go on um basara oh really yeah i really like some of the writing there i have one uh i don't know where it is but it's like one of the uh, short stories where he talks about like the plum tree and how the plum tree represents like his family. Oh yeah. And the pool of sunset. There's just these, these really 
poetic moments at times. Metaphorical stuff. Mm-hmm. I really liked Basara in terms of the writing style and the poetic moments in it. Um, I actually went searching for an actual quote, but it's on my phone, <laughs> which is where the sound effects are. So listen, like, real quick, I'm just going to... That was kind of funky. Um, <laughs> this is so dumb. Uh, so yeah, I picked from Orange. I just, Orange had the most ones that I think just like hit me and like made me feel really emotional, like a, like a punch. It was like a punch, you know? So I had the one from the very beginning where she's like, to myself, 10 years in the past, there's so much joy and happiness ahead of you. You need to know that. Don't let that happiness slip away. And I just like was sad thinking about thinking about the 10 years, 10 years ago, little me. And then at the very end, um, if ever you're alone and in tears, if ever the day comes when living is too hard, at that time, we'll save you. No matter how many times it takes, we'll save you. And they're just such good friends. It just makes me emotional. It was really well written. Mm-hmm. I found the um, Plum Tree Basara quote. Oh, please do story it? time. Yes. It's not a plum tree, it's a pear tree. In our front yard was a pear tree my father had grafted. It didn't bear any fruit, but my father hated the word fruitless. He always called it fruitful. That tree was like our dreams of prosperity. Beautiful. I know. I like Yeah, the, the metaphorical. Metaphorical is good. Yep. Next one. What is... This is going to be our overall favorite, personal overall favorite from the year. So... I'm interested. My personal favorite was Fruits Basket. Really? That's a good yeah. choice. I was considering that, too. I really like Fruit Basket because it was really nice to like revisit it and actually read it to the end. And I also liked mm-hmm. um, how our discussion went. Agreed. I think that was maybe our longest episode. I think it was. Like, we worked really hard. We, we put were, a we lot in of effort into the podcast and the series. Fruits Basket was one of the ones I read that stuck with me after, too. Like, mm-hmm. once I put the book down, I would still be thinking about it kind of thing. Yeah, I agree with you. That was a good one. Um, but my favorite is actually different this year. Last year, we had the same favorite. It was... I think we've done that one like three times. This list has repeats. Um, <laughs> no, I said Our Dreams at Dusk because when I thought about the one that I wanted to buy and reread and have on my shelf, that's the one. That's it's so pretty. It's yeah. so pretty and so emotional and it makes me happy and it makes me think. And I just, yeah, I really loved it. Okay. So I've been keeping a tally this whole time. Wow. And we're about so to crazy. crown our winner. Okay, who's the winner? Drumroll. You have to do the, the sound effect for this one, because I'm out of sound effects. Okay. Uh, see if I can do... How does that work? <laughs> it's really good. Okay, Great ready? job. I mean it. It's so Hold good. On. Okay. Drumroll? <laughs> it's really good. No, don't listen to anyone who tells you it's not. Anyway, it's Fruits Basket. Yay! Well earned. Well earned, Fruits Basket. You are joining the Barry Noo in our <laughs> podcast favorites. In our top podcast, the winner of the manga year, and a well-deserved one at that. Yes. You sounded like a sports announcer there. That was good. <laughs> Fruits Basket, uh, maybe it was an early play, but it was a good and long-lasting one. What do you think? Throwing it to you, Al. <laughs> oh, yeah. Number 47, Toru Honda. She was a real strong player, real strong contender for this year. Thank you. <laughs> 
You're welcome. Wow. I feel like we didn't celebrate enough. I feel like these ones are always kind of like... <laughs> Woohoo! We're very serious, and it shouldn't be a serious episode. <laughs> no, I'm not serious. Did you hear my sound effects? I'm doing my best. <laughs> uh okay well, let's just like get let's just like get casual what are some other books well manga mostly but like if you want to throw in mm-hmm. some books this year that were some faves manga of yours that i enjoyed um book wise i really liked the last tale of the flower bride by uh rashni chukshani i think is how you pronounce it i'm so sorry <laughs> I've got it's okay. I've got my to read list open. And on um, the Aosawa murders by Riku Onda. Those yeah, are like yeah. my two standouts of books I read. The Last Sale of the Flower Bride. I think I told you before. Probably. It's, it's this guy marries this woman, and they're both obsessed with like mythology. And one of the things she tells him is that if he like digs into her past, that she'll break up with him. And years later, she receives notice that her aunt is dying, so she has to, like, return to her home, her childhood home to, like, close the estate and stuff. And in doing so, he kind of digs further into her past. He had one job. I know. But it kind of goes into that um, mythology tales of husbands and wives. Now wives are like, don't do this one thing or or else you'll lose me forever. And then the husband Uh. does the one thing. Uh-huh. And then the Aosawa murders is about this family that was murdered and it's years later and it's kind of like interviews of people that were in some way involved in the murder and it goes into kind of the mystery of how they were killed. It was Sounds really good to interesting. me. Both of these are now on my Storygraph 2 read list. They so. should be. They were really good. Those were my top Along with reads. the ones you said last year. I swear I'll read them someday. I'm such a I'm, I'm bad about <laughs> This is why we have this podcast or else I'd never read anything Al told me to read. No, uh, my favorite like physical books is, well, physical, you know, books with words instead of pictures this year. Um, right at the end of December, I read The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes and I had a really fun time talking oh, about yeah, it with you and one. seeing the movie and stuff. Because <laughs> I'm a Hunger Games girly through and through since my teenhood the book wasn't even my favorite like it wasn't the best in the series but it just like re-sparked some hunger games feelings in me which i was not prepared to have re-emerge but i reread the whole trilogy and it was so good it still holds up and then i read a lot of memoirs this year um i had a very memoir heavy year i'd say the best probably was one i read right at the beginning of the year because everyone is reading it at the beginning of 2023 which is i'm glad my mom died by jeanette mccurdy oh yeah that's a real good one. You gotta listen to the audiobook. It's a uh, child star stuff messed mm-hmm. up. It's, Former um, iCarly child the star. of Sam from iCarly. iCarly, yeah. Which I never watched, but I was no. reading it. I watched Not it. Really. I watched it. I really liked it. And then we stopped watching it on this one episode because uh, the writer's fetish really came through on that episode. Mm, yeah, the writer like... sure does have a fetish, huh? <laughs> There's like it's the episode where um Carly spends the entire episode in a bathtub with her toe stuck in the faucet. Mm. And it was like the foot of a child. Teenager, yeah. It was like one of the later seasons, but it was like, wow, the uh writer is uh, 
or not writer, I guess director, I don't know, producer, whatever. His yeah. fetish is really coming through on a kid's show. That is not okay. That was what we clued that in. That and more, and I'm glad my mom died by Jeanette McCurdy. Give it a read yeah. if you're one of the two people on Earth who haven't. Uh, manga time. Uh, my manga, I'm still going with my series that I'm keeping up with that are my favorite. We haven't really done an, un- well, I guess we did Natsume's Book of Friends kind of broke us into the unfinished series, mm-hmm. but I haven't really ventured into all my favorite unfinished series on this. Uh, Witch Hat Atelier, Yona of the Dawn, Spy Family, and Heaven's Design Team are the ones I'm collecting right now that I just really love all of them, and they're all very different, and you should read all of them. Um, so I'm trying to think of stand-up manga that I read. Oh, in December I read I Want to Be a Wall, which was amazing, oh, yeah, and I'll probably read good. it for the podcast someday. Um, I read A Condition Called Love, which is really cute. That's one I think mm-hmm. we'll do. I think it's finishing on the 14th or 15th volume of the series. Like, it's coming to We're a close. We're getting there. So, I mean, the English release is still a bit behind for physicals. But when we that finishes, that is one we'll be doing for a podcast. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I read The Poe Clan by Moto Hagio, And it was stellar. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Moto Hagio, One of the classics that I've never read. Yep. I also picked up Honey Lemon Soda, which was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm trying to remember what other ones. I picked up a lot of, like, random series where I read a volume and then didn't really continue. Same. Um, it's because we both got the Viz app this year. <laughs> another... Read some weird stuff on there. Shadowed via March Comes In Like a Lion. <gasps> yeah, yeah. We watched the anime together. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's about a boy with depression. And he has friends. Yep. <laughs> and he plays shogi. The best parts of it are when he's playing shogi and it's just like him rapidly doing stuff. And Al and I are sitting there like, "What? Are, why are the pieces off the board? What? The, the what? The silver knight? What is happening? It's a very good series. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are some releases we're looking forward to? I, I, mine are oh. just the things I already listed. I want to continue collecting. Yeah. But you keep up with the industry. What are your releases? I do. So there's ones, they're kind of like ones that I'm considering, but not sure I'll get. Sloth X Winery? (laughs) I'm never giving up on you, Sloth X Winery. Um, So one is a manhwa called The Perks of Being an S-Class Heroine. It's one I'm currently reading on Webtoon, but it's getting a physical release by Is Press. Mm. Um, It's about this girl who the gods accidentally kill. And she gets an insurance package to be reincarnated in another world. And she ends up being reincarnated in an S-class difficulty world where the mortality rate is very high and, like, dungeons randomly open. (laughs) Sounds cute. It's it's really fun. It's kind of like a dungeon crawler, um, kind of OP, but, like, the world Mm -hmm. she's in is also very, like, increasing difficulty and there's, like, time loops and stuff. So, like... Even if she's it overpowered, sounds... she's still limited within the world. So it works out really well. Yeah. It's a bit of a comedy, a bit of a romance, but It sounds like adventure. an isekai with literally any element that is new, which is very rare for isekai, so I'm glad. <laughs> I mean, if you read a lot of manhwa, it's kind of samey in terms of isekai. A lot of the isekai, they're very samey, but with like different twists. And it depends on how the author writes the different twists that really sells it. And this one, it works. Good. So I highly recommend that one. 
<laughs> Someday something will save the isekai genre for me. Um, another one is actually a novel. It's called You Can't See the Snow. And it's about these two people who fall in love one summer night. But as autumn approaches, the girl suddenly wishes him happiness and disappears as she sleeps throughout the winter. And it's a version of Sleeping Beauty and the Miracle oh. of Love. We love a fairy tale retelling. And this former <clears throat> Ruby fangirl loves a fairy tale retelling. Another I still novel like Ruby, I'm just not. It's called The God of Nishi Yugiyama Station. And it's mm-hmm. months after a fatal train derailment, rumors spread of a ghost who can send others back in time to the day of the terrible accident. A chance to go back and to see those dear to them seems almost too good to be true. Cause sad. It's sad, but I also really like books about like traumatic world events and like how he people heal from them. <laughs> Makes me feel better about the oncoming earthquake that will ravage the west coast. Um, another novel is called Brunhild the Dragon Slayer, and it's about this dragon that raises a human girl. And then Cute. when the dragon is killed, the girl must choose whether to stay the course of righteousness or walk a path of vengeance. God. That's yes. the coolest dad ever. <laughs> um, and then Yen Press actually had announcements today. Oh, today. Yeah, they did. Uh, they announced... We'll date, um, the we'll, author- we're going to date this for uh, how long it takes me to edit the podcast. Go on. <laughs> so... Yen Press announced that they've licensed um, the author of Sword Art Online's new light novel called Demon's Crest, which is basically Sword Art Online except with middle schoolers or maybe elementary Boo, schoolers. Hiss. Boo. <laughs> you know how I feel about Sword Art Online. Um, they also announced This Monster Wants to Eat Me, which is uh, a Yuri thriller. Okay. And it's like Yuri's better than Vor, if I'm ranking <laughs> things I'd like to read. <laughs> it's about this girl who apparently has a very like delicious flesh to monsters and this mermaid that is like essentially protecting her from other monsters so that mermaid. she can later eat her. Okay. We're back. My cat stomped on my keyboard. She opened something called real time audio effects, which <laughs> is interesting because I've been playing all the audio effects off of my phone. So this opens up a whole new world for me if I can figure out what <laughs> sequence of keys she pressed, which is a mystery to me. Okay. So my last um, upcoming manga, which technically is coming out, might already be out. I don't know. It comes out this year, so it still counts. It's called In the Name of the Mermaid Princess. Another mermaid. Um, I know. There's a lot of, there's some other mermaid ones, but these were the ones that interested me. Mermaids. It's a classic fairy tale about a mermaid princess gives up her special abilities for love. What happens if she doesn't? Um, I don't know, but it just gives me plus animal vibes. I love that. So that's kind of why I have it. I think it's like eight volumes. It's pretty short. You heard it here first, folks. 2024, the year of the mermaid. Stop looking for aliens. This is the year we find mermaids. It's because of um, the Little Mermaid movie came out. Oh. So there was like a whole bunch of like mermaid licenses. People went to see that movie? Okay. Yes. <laughs> All yeah. I know about that movie is there was the, somebody posted a gif of Ariel with Flounder, who's literally just 
at photorealistic fish and she's like shaking him around and everybody's like stop bullying the fish <laughs> it's not a cartoon <laughs> character she's just bullying an animal yeah so those are the upcoming releases of 2024 they're not ones that are like automatic buys but they're ones that i'm kind of like interested in where i would probably yeah. pick them up depending on the budget yeah thank you for the debrief you're welcome good year ahead Knock on wood, knock on all the wood, knock on a million pounds of wood, <laughs> knock on 700 tons of wood. Okay, and that wraps up our <laughs> mini award selection. Yeah! Thank you for attending our award ceremony. Our theme music is Strawberry Flavor Love by Daystar. Our um, sound effects are from the first result on Google when you Google award sound effects. <laughs> and as always... Stop. Stop! You're reading, You're in, the reading in the wrong direction. direction.